Welcome, everybody, to Life Over Par Podcast. We are produced by Prior Media. On this podcast, we talk about life and golf and pretty much anything else we feel like talking about. I'd like to thank everybody listening in right now. And let's get this thing rolling. Good how'd, you start. Like, how'd you like nice. that? That was a good start. That was a new way to that start there, huh? Yeah. <laughs> how about that? Uh, episode 67, Life Over Par. Woohoo! Welcome, everybody. I gotta get drink it. Right? Cracked it, and I gotta drink it. Gotta take one yeah, of these. Yeah, bad luck. Oh, let me take like one little sippy like poo. When, you know what you gotta yeah. do? Take two. You gotta take poos. two little sippy poos. That's one thing. If you get a beer on the golf course and you don't crack it and take a drink of it, your next shot, I feel like if I had a bad one, I'm like, that's why, because I didn't crack. Oh, every time. Yeah. Every time. If you take a beer out and you just put it in the cup holder. And then you, you go to the next shot and you miss it. Like I was yeah. thinking about having a drink of beer. So that's why I hit that bad well, shot. So, I mean, that's a good excuse. Subconsciously, maybe you were thinking about it because yeah. not actively thinking I need to drink a beer. Yeah. But I get back to the cart and I will, I point at it and I go like, oh, shit. Almost every hole we do this. And it can't, and it can't be a, I forgot it can't be to a, like a little beer. sip. <laughs> it, can. it has to be at least, it has to be at least like three or four goals because if you're driving, oh. I mean, you have to just because of the fact that the beer is going to fly everywhere and then you're going to be an asshole with beer. Like, and someone probably has like their phone in a, in a other yeah. coaster or another cup holder and yeah. just beer everywhere. It's just a bad. Well, bad I just luck. hang on to it. And I steady the beers with my hand, my like gimbal like beers. arm, gimbal like arm. You know, I don't really hang on the beer while I'm playing. I just when you're riding in the cart, dummy. Yeah, you hit the bumps, and then you're gonna spill the beer. You don't want to do that, so you hang on to it. Oh, I just drink half of it. So then I just drink, yeah, drink like at least half of it. Then it just doesn't bubble or whatever, and you're good. <laughs> yeah, you know the initial crack and chug half a beer. <laughs> I guess for every beer. Yeah, you know that? Everybody I guess I that. can't argue that point. It's <laughs> kind of a valid point, I guess. Um it is uh, a fairly a exciting fairly exciting week in sports this week. Uh Super Bowl week, Waste Management Phoenix Open, and the Olympics still going on. Yes. So mm-hmm. quite a few uh sports going on. And the waste manager is kind of like the I don't want to say like a big like the Super Bowl kind of tournament. But the atmosphere is like a Super Bowl for golf. Yeah, it's awesome. So it's, it's pretty sweet. It's got to be like the top five. It has to be like at least top. I didn't even say top three on um, like non-major sporting events for golf. Like yeah, Ryder Cup, Waste Management, um, maybe something like I don't know, like the Memorial or maybe like the Arnold Palmer. I think was really strong tournament when. He was still alive, so yeah, when he was alive. All right, Pete. Yeah, now it's like the players. <laughs> yeah, I was like the, uh, the yeah players. The yep. players is like the fifth major, but it's not a major, but it's kind of a big deal. I love watching the player championship because, like, every year you're just like, how much is the purse? How much are these guys making? Because for some reason, some stupid reason, the players championship has like the biggest income when it comes to or cash value. Where they're yeah. making like three million dollars for the winner. It's crazy, it's stupid, crazy amount of money, especially for it not to be a major. <clears throat> um, Olympics going on. We're pretty much like halfway through it, I think, for the most part, maybe more. Um, Men's hockey just started. 
that's all that really matters. Yeah, I start tonight at 11 o'clock. So the score you sent me, Kyle, that was women's hockey? <laughs> You're like, I'd like to report a murder. <laughs> it was 11 yeah. nothing. Yeah, that was that was my uh, what I learned this week. Um, Brio, you know, people I don't know, I was in the hospital. I wasn't. My wife was in the hospital um, for preterm labor. Everything's good. She's back home resting. Um, so not live report from the uh, from the hospital. Uh, would have been, been cool though. Maybe next week. <laughs> would have been cool. Your Maybe wife would have hated it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <clears throat> we had a lot of downtime, and she was just resting and. Um, she had different medicines to try to stop her contractions and they ended up finding one that worked. So she'll be on bed rest now and she'll kind of lay low until the girls are here. Um, but yeah, it was just, there's nothing on. We only watched like so many hours of impractical jokesters and that show's that, awesome. That is good. That's such a good show. That is good. Uh, but we started to turn on curling for a little bit. And then I saw the, uh, um, the hockey game in, that was kind of what I learned this week. Um, but we'll get into that, I guess, a little later. Okay. Uh, favorite Impractical Joker? There's one answer here. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I like, oh, what's the guy's name? The squirmy guy, the little dude. Uh, Murr? Murr. Yeah. Like Murr? Go with Joe. Joe. It's Joe. Joe's I heard funny. Joe's yeah. leaving. That's what I heard too. It's terrible. What's the point? I don't know. But Joe Joe's obviously the best. He yeah. he no shame. Fully Who, has no shame. Q, Q Q and Sal. Sal. I think Sal takes the uh the losses the best. Like his punishments are always like he's always afraid of something. Like cats or and, something. He's, and he's uh, a big germaphobe, so it makes yeah. a lot of things more fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is good. But like Joe has zero shame. No matter what it is, he's gonna mm-hmm. do it with a smile on his face. Full on, he's gonna do it. <laughs> oh yeah. And his best is like he'll always look at the camera and be like, "Anything else?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are all good. Uh, uh, one of his best, I think, uh, episodes of him when he has to break through the tables and figure out which tables are real in the restaurant. <laughs> that is one of the best. He gets on a ladder and jumps down through one. <laughs> And I think he does, like, he gets hurt pretty much doing yeah. this and keeps powering through it. Yeah, because he just jumps on these solid tables and yeah. Yeah, breaks like, his ass He's on like, oh, hey, uh, excuse me one second. And boom, slams <laughs> right through nope. the table. Nope, that one's real. Uh. <laughs> yeah. and he hits it so hard when it's real. Just whips his head around. Yeah, yep, that one's real. My favorite, one of my favorite skits is when they're uh, teaching older people, like, iPads and stuff like that. And I have to, like... Our, our new product that they have to like sell yeah. and like one is like like some kind of like toaster for a baby that is in the bathtub where it, it helps you do two things at once and yeah. saves time yeah. really, like so which product would you choose yeah and, they have to like <laughs> vote like who's got the right product or the best product yeah yeah, <clears throat> yeah that's good I like uh, what you said before, teaching them new like things on an iPad or something, and they always mm-hmm. got like weird photos of them on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, don't mind this. <laughs> the guys yeah. are all creeped out. They're like, oh, you don't have to worry about that. It's, you know, you have dementia, so we're not going to go through over this because you're just not going to remember like just being so. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn. Good stuff. Impractical Jokers. Mm-hmm. Check it out if you haven't already. 
check it out. If you have, go check it out again. It's it's good stuff. Um, <laughs> a little off the rails there. That was good. Um, <laughs> it's been two weeks since we have had an episode going. Um, so we've went through the farmers and AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am. So quickly recap those. Uh, farmers insurance winner was Luke List. Didn't you say something about Luke List, Kevin? Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks prior. Luke List and Jason Day were like the only two people I could think of, and there I picked go. Yeah, Jason Day. Well, Luke List ended up winning uh, $1,512,000. That's that's good. Good um, for him. My, my picks, I think we kind of went over it when Spranger was on because we did it late. Uh, yep, both my picks missed the cut. No big deal. <clears throat> so I got $0 for that tournament. We'll just skip that. Uh, Kyle Spieth missed the cut for you. Rose, your dark horse, though, tied for fifth. Yeah, that was, that was big. pretty good. So after the Farmers, you sat at $3,724,626. Kevin, you had Kepka, missed the cut. As and you your should. dark horse was your your good guy, got tied for third. You Ooh. made up just a little bit of ground on Kyle there. You finished at three million three hundred forty-seven thousand seven hundred sixty-two. A lot of sevens, fours, and twos, and sixes for you guys. You had same numbers, just different orders. Huh. Yeah. After that was the AT and T Pebble Beach Pro Am. And uh, Tom Hoagie, you know, that son of a bitch, the name that comes up pretty often for me, Kevin, and he ended up winning it. <laughs> but you were like, Good for him, I don't want to pick Tom Hoagie and be like shamed into always picking the same guys again. Yeah, Did that should be shameless this week. So, Tom Hoagie won that one, one million five hundred sixty six thousand dollars. I picked uh, Maverick McNeely, who tied for 33rd, and Stuart Sink missed the cut. So I jumped up huge with a, you know, T33. $2,314,160. Kevin, now you went with uh, Clark Wendell? Wyndham. Wyndham Clark and Kevin Streelman. Yep. This is confusing. Um Clark finished MDF was the designation by his name. MDF, which I believe is medically did not finish. Huh. Which made me think, okay, maybe he got hurt. But there was like seven, But did he make the cut? There was like 17 guys. Yeah. But there was like 17 guys that had that same thing next to their name, like medically did not finish. And I was like, COVID. okay, did a bus crash? Yeah. Like how does that many guys medically not finish a tournament? So maybe hmm. COVID maybe times. it was COVID. I don't know. I didn't look into that. I just looked and tried to figure out what that meant for MDF. Um, but that means you had both guys get nothing. So you finished with a zero that week. Fuck. Last week. Kyle, you picked Jordan Spieth again, and he went from missing the cut to getting second place for you. And Keith Mitchell tied for 12th. So pretty good jump for you there. You actually got over a million dollars in that one. You now sit at four million eight hundred sixty-six thousand five hundred one dollars. It's disgusting. You are 
one and a half million dollars over me right now. Mm. Well, it takes us one winner. Back there a little bit. Yeah, I got to have a winner, and you have to, like, have both guys miss a cut. Happened this week. I got a winner this week, boys. Yeah. So Pebble Beach Pro-Am, that was was a, a good tournament. Probably, like, as far as drone shots go, probably one of the best tournaments they air. Yeah. Because Pebble Beach is like really amazing. As as- I, just, I just love to see Bill Murray yeah, highlights. That's, that's the best. Just watching Bill Murray out there <laughs> being an absolute jackass. Yeah. And like nobody cares. cares. Yeah. If anybody else acted like that in the world of golf, they would be like, fuck you, jackass. Yeah, like, Get out of here. Not having this guy back. Bill Murray will just like whip his putter across the green and everybody yeah. cheers. And yeah. He missed it like is. a he missed a putt and he like walked towards it and his back was to the hole and just nonchalantly just tapped it and just went in yeah. and people went nuts and he's like whatever. I like, I seen a video I don't think it was this year it was years past where he like went to the crowd grabbed an old grabbed lady's an old, woman. old lady's hand and took her into the bunker yeah. and started doing circles and basically threw her into the sand. Yeah. Yeah, and, and nobody thought that was weird. They're like that's just Bill it's Murray. Just Bill Murray. But he yeah. took an he's, old lady and threw her into a bunker. He's been weird in the public eye for fifty years, and God. nobody cares anymore. Nobody cares. He tells, then he tells a joke, and then like, and then all of a sudden he hits it like three feet. Like he's in the middle of the fairway, just waiting, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going, guys?" And then Dust tells a joke, just pauses, says, "Hmm." I guess I'm up, and he hits it, and ends yeah. up hitting a good shot to like three feet. Like, like I don't, I don't think he's good at golf. I think he's just entertainment, and that's why they got him there. But then he does have some good shots, and you're like, oh, maybe Bill's kind of good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe we put up with the fact he's throwing out ladies in bunkers, but he's, maybe he's pretty good. Yeah, I see him. I see Kevin from the office. He plays there now. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, everyone loves Raymond, Ray Romano. Yep. Larry Fitzgerald's a pretty common guy for that yep. now. Alfonso Romero. Yep. He's fucking good. Yep. He's going to try to go to the, the senior tour, the champions tour. Carlton. Yep. Hmm. yep. It seems like Aaron Rodgers now because you know he's not going to be in the playoffs anymore. Yeah. You know, he's, he should just retire. He's always a uh, get to the playoffs, lose. I thought he'd cut his hair by now. You thought he would? Yeah, I mean, before, after Halloween. Before he plays for his next team, <clears throat> Denver, he'll probably cut his hair. Denver, I don't know. Yeah, he probably will. Denver. Yeah, we'll we'll get into more football later. <clears throat> yeah. Like, like okay. the how did he get the MVP kind of thing. We'll get to that later. Um, this weekend's golf tournament is the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Uh, very exciting tournament. You know, hole 16 has... Somewhere around seventeen to eighteen thousand people circling the hole, and cheering and drinking and just being kind of obnoxious as far as golf goes. But it's yeah, great. He's, it's just like a. It's pretty much like a hockey stadium on one hole. What someone said earlier, I've, I heard. It's like yeah. That many people are there, and when the gates open, like at the Masters, you can like. You can not. You can speed walk. Yeah, like that's no it. one nuts that. But at the Phoenix Open, get stretched before you go because people yeah. are full bore. Gates open they, at five a.m. and, and they just get there. Yep. There's people dressed in like 
different costumes. They've had, I've seen four people dressed as uh, Ninja Turtles. Yep. I've seen Big Bird and Elmo. I've seen yeah, bananas. Yeah. Um, Kepka said that he likes the atmosphere of 16. He says it almost feels like a real sport. Which is kind of a douche thing to say, you know? Oh, kind of, I mean, I guess we kind of play a sport. I guess I kind of have a lot of money in my bank account. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I, kind know, of, I kind of own a boat and I kind of own all know, the crowd noise and everything. Millionaire. Kind of feels like a real sport. Go, oh, okay. That was kind of a dick thing to say. Hopefully, I have blonde, bleach blonde hair just like makes him lose and he just goes bald. Fucking slim shady, man. Yeah, he does still rock that blonde hair. I thought maybe it's gross. He'd go back, but no, he's still blonde. Uh, watching it today, after <clears throat> I got out of work, there was a shot on, I think it was 17 or 18 for Gary Woodland. And he's he's over by the, the crowd of people and he's asking, you know, people to move over so he can hit a shot and not hit them. Mm-hmm. And he's surrounded by people holding their drinks and you can tell like a lot of them are pretty drunk <laughs> and, and he's wanting things moved and he's kind of smiling cause he can hear comments being made in the crowd and the cameras kind of, or the microphones are kind of picking it up. But then he was like trying to get a marshal out of the way. And the marshal thought he was telling the marshal that these other people need to get out of the way. And the marshal just kept getting in the way. And the crowd, like a guy in the crowd goes, come on, Marshall, out of the way. <laughs> and the crowd picked it all up. And, and Gary just starts chuckling about it. It's like, come on, Marshall, out of the way. <laughs> Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. Uh, so it's just a crowd full of drunks. And it's, yeah, it's, it's fun. The, gr- the Grinch. Dad, move. Yeah, Dad, move it. <laughs> That's kind of what it sounded like. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. So in last place, I'll take my first picks um, for this tournament, and I go with Xander Shoffley. Ooh. And my dark horse was a pick that I was very confident with. You know, he's a he's an Arizona man. He went to Arizona State. He played, lives lives there. Played well last couple of weeks. You no, know, Pat Perez, and he failed me. He's just too comfortable. I think he won too much money. You see him creep up on a leaderboard and make a top. A top 10 or top 20, two, three times in a row, you know, he's just gassed. And he's like, you know what? Maybe he has a, one or two more, you know, glasses of wine and indulges when he can be at home and not have to be, you know, he can sleep in his own bed. So maybe he had one more cocktail than he needed or whatever. And yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, hey, it wasn't his best performance and it hurt me. So <laughs> Xander Shoffley, Pat Perez, those are my picks. Kevin. Second pick goes to you. I went with JT, Justin Thomas, mm-hmm. and Adam Hadwin, my dark horse. Oh, wow. It's worked out for you. It, Hell yeah. It has. It has worked out for you. Yeah. I'm, I'm not disappointed. I think Hadwin's uh, T5. Dead for five? Dead for fifth there? Eight and, under. Uh, Thomas is T22? Like, he's at six? Five or six under? Five under. T23. Yeah, so... <laughs> Got both your guys making it. Good for you. What's yeah. crazy is that sometimes, like, you'll see every once in a while, one, one random person that is in the middle will shoot like seven, eight, nine under on this golf course. Every one of them had like a couple under. This one person just skyrockets and it's like, oh, well, shit, now, now he's in, you know, now he's in the mix. So that's as awesome. for my, as for my picks. Yeah. 
Uh, I didn't get my picks in time, and so I picked with all the stuff going on. Uh, I picked. I thought it was fair if, and we haven't really discussed this, but if you don't make your pick, I feel like you should have to pick two people that are not projected to make the cut. I I thought it was fair. Sure. Yeah. So we'll, we'll go with and it. like so we have one that's like safe, like it was plus. We're not worried about it. We'll just make our picks. So. Yeah, I just yeah. won't be late. <laughs> but I get it. You had a lot going on. I get it. So I had Fowler and Neesmith. Neesmith. Yep. Yeah, they both missed it. So Ricky Rowler. Ricky Rowler Ricky again. Rowler and Neesmith. Back at it again. And I I report to you they both missed the cut. What's Ricky Rowler doing? Do you not wear his glasses anymore? I think he, he still is. I think he's still married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll get you. That'll get you every got, time. Yeah, and he's got a every he, time. And, and he's got a, a kid now. Yeah. Really puts a damper on golf. Sure does. So, oh. so stay away from those guys. Looks like Kyle. It it went let's see, two weeks ago I missed the cut with both of my guys. <clears throat> Last week, Kevin missed the cut with both of his guys, and this week, Kyle missed the cut with both of his guys. Needed that. Yeah, we we needed it, but I wish both of my guys would have made the cut instead of you, because I'm pretty far back. We got the train making an appearance again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice little train horn. Still 943. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I don't have any more to say about the golf tournament. That's all I got to say That's about that. pretty much all I got to say. Um. Only thing it was is this morning at like eleven o'clock we were just after watching Impractical Jokesters. Um, I watched the golf on my phone and I was placing bets on who's hitting it closer. Oh, yeah. I had like I had three picks, like three different groups. That was kind of fun. I only hit one out of the three. And then there was a bet for like seventeen. Seventeen's always a good hole because it's a drivable par four. And I'm like over three picking guys to I had, I think, Finau to drive the green. He did Woodland. Um, but that's always like that. That final stretch is always fun to watch. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, Kevin? Yes, sir. There's a race between a dog and a pie cost. What'd you Who say? Who would win? A what? Dog and a what? A race between a dog and a pie cost. Who would win? Pie cost. I know you want me to ask you what a pie cost. <laughs> About six bucks. <laughs> boom, boom. There's uh, a joke for you today. Yeah, I got one more in case that one didn't quite hit. <laughs> uh, can a kangaroo jump higher than the Empire State Building? No. Yes. Why? Kyle says yes. <laughs> I don't know. Well, the Empire State Building can't jump. Doesn't jump. There you go. Oh, there you go. So yes, it can. But um, boom. It's like that Sunday conversation. I read a report. True or false? Yeah. So those are my jokes for today for you. you those know. are those are bad. I mean, use them on your kids. They'll love them. They won't get them. They won't understand the pie cost one. I don't you know, think get the other one. Kangaroo one should should use that one. Um, Super Bowl that is coming up this weekend. 
And you know who's not in the game? A lot of people. Yeah, but mainly the Chiefs. Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and Aaron Rodgers. That's good, too. I like that one. And Tom Brady. That's that's good. I like it. There's, and the 49ers. There's different teams than what's been Jets. there for years now. <laughs> we can't just name them all. Okay, it's the Lions. I get it. Oh, yeah. But it is the Rams and the Bengals. Um, Bengals pulled it off against the Chiefs. How how do you like that there, Kyle? That was that was kind of a fun conversation between you I, and Chris going on during that game. I think I was more distracted than anything because I got out of work, came home, was making wings, making different dips, um, and we had all this food for our baby shower, right? And um, you know, she had like COVID a couple weeks ago, and so we had to like postpone it. And when people came. Um, when we rescheduled it, only a few people came. So, um, when we had all this food left over, so I was just making stuff and I'm ho humming. It's, you know, 21 to three and I'm just back there. Ah, they got seven, uh, halftime. What? We didn't score. Ah, it's okay. We get ball a half. And then soon as Chris is like, butthole puckering up a little bit there kyle i'm like no 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 not yet and then they get it within a possession and um someone came over um one of my coworkers came over to watch the game and, and she ended up dropping off a couple of things for for the girls and this is the first time she's ever at my house um jen you're no longer allowed at my house ever again when the chiefs are playing um because they didn't score, I don't think, a single point. Well, I guess they scored three points um, before or after she showed up. Mm-hmm. It was, so it, it was a tough <sighs> loss. It was way worse than the Ford lining up offsides against the, the, the Patriots. It was harder than Patriots getting the ball and scoring in overtime to send them to the Super Bowl rather than the Chiefs. This one... We just expected this is, and just Pat Mahomes just just crumbled. I never seen that before, so I don't know. He did crumble. Oh yes, yeah. It was like dry cheese. Know. The front line I, crumbled. I don't. I know. So I don't understand. I feel like in the beginning of the game, everything was going out to the flats. Everything was fine, but the second half, they're just doing everything up the middle between the tackles, and it just didn't. Then downfield, they're pressing. I don't know. It was. It was exactly what they were talking about the week that they played in the regular season, which I wasn't able to watch the regular season. I just had it on like Gamecast on my phone and I was like keeping updates on it. And same thing happened. Like, Oh, we're up this much a half. It's not a big deal. It's the Bengals, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that Andy Reid had a chance to, I don't know. Joe Joe Burrow's that dude. I thought it was a good showing when, the Chiefs' two best receivers were arguing on the sideline about who got to show off their touchdown dance. And oh, yeah. That was good. Yep. The Hill and Hardman. Yeah. I think yeah. I've heard rumors that Juju wants to come to the Chiefs. Oh, oh no way. Which that That's a perfect be. personality to throw right in with those two. No. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, maybe, maybe, him, maybe him and Patrick Mahomes' brother can do a TikTok. Oh, my gosh. You know how much hate? Oh, that'd be gross. Mm. Just watch. They could probably get AB real cheap too. Probably. Probably real cheap. 
Mm. Andy Reid would rather spend it on a burger. So, so salary, no way. Super Bowl coming up, and I, I wanted to have our bets, and mm. I want to put these out. Their bets out before the Super Bowl happens, so <clears throat> so people can know our bets as as games going on and see how bad they were. Mm-hmm. So. You can have more than one bet if you'd like, but I wanted at least one kind of shoot for the moon, way out there bet. So, are you, you got one, Kevin? At least one. I, I thought it was till I heard yours. Oh, okay, <laughs> Kyle, do you have one? Yeah, I'm trying to find the odds on it, but I guess it's not shoot for the moon, but yeah, I. I'm trying to think of – I'm wondering what the odds are on it. But I do think that one quarterback is going to throw for 400 yards. I don't know who it is, but just oh, – Oh, you think just one? I think just one. Okay. I And I I want the Rams to win. So I'm, I'm betting that Matthew Stafford has four touchdowns. Well, I'll start off with one of my bets – because I kind of have two that seems like Kevin's eyes are kind of out there. My one is a five-leg parlay. Ooh. And we'll have the Rams money line, Mm -hmm. Cooper Cup touchdown, Jamar Mm -hmm. Chase touchdown, Joe Mixon touchdown, and Sony Michelle touchdown. That's a lot of touchdowns. It's four touchdowns, two for each team. And the Rams pull away with it. Hmm. That's my five leg. It's a plus twenty five hundred. That's it. It's only a plus wow. twenty five hundred, but uh, pay me out six hundred fifty bucks. Wow. So I mean, mm. it's a lot of touchdowns, but I think it's I think it's doable. Sony Michelle yeah. is probably the one that has me questioning the most of whether he's going to do that. Yeah, but then I mean, this I, I, I've been riding the coattail of acres to score a touchdown in the last like two or three weeks and i cannot trust that dude so i'm definitely being him uh he got the ball as the goal line and fumbled it twice um and so i'm yeah. i'm done vote like betting on him so if he wins mvp I, I won't be surprised either because i'm not messing with cam Akers. Okay. so so that's my one who wants to go next? Go ahead, Kev. If you have one, I got uh, the Detroit Rams winning the Super Bowl with uh, Van Jefferson scoring a touchdown. The D- so Detroit Rams, you were really quiet. In the I got there. the Detroit Rams winning the Super Bowl okay. with Van Jefferson scoring a touchdown. Just a two legger. Okay. And then. Oh, another? Stafford with. 349 and a half plus yards. Okay. Ooh, okay. There you go. Kyle? <clears throat> well, I like to get my money in right in the beginning. So I'm going to take the under on the national anthem. Which is what? <laughs> not not what is the national anthem. What is the time? <laughs> I wish I could tell you. Whatever it is. You're taking the under. The, I'm taking the under. Who's singing it? Not knowing the time, he's taking the under. I don't know the I don't know the singer. I've I heard a clip. That's that this a terrible this perf- betting scheme there. This performer, I'm not sure who she is. 
but she was uh, her like last performance at a on a big stage was way way under. Um, like you can go on, I saw like a clip that on YouTube or something that she sang this national anthem and it was like, I want to say 18 seconds shorter than what the prop has it at or has a line at. So I'm going to take the under on that. I'm going to take heads as a coin flip and I'm going to have the team who calls it winning the coin toss. So that's a parlay. All those things have to happen. Not necessarily not a parlay, but those those are just the little okay. things. Because during like during the game, I don't really. I mean, I don't really care. the The bad thing I think about this game is that there's no villain. You know, there's no Tom Brady that someone wants to root against. There's not you know the Chiefs trying to win their second Super Bowl. There's not you know the terrible towel and and all the like whatever you have against other teams like there's this is such a new super bowl that i don't feel like there's any bad blood to root against one team or another i mean you have obviously like the core Bengals fans and apparently the core la fans but yeah um, well you have those and you have st louis is pulling hard for the rams too so that could be the kind of argument that the rams are stacked they've spent everything yeah. they have to make like, a team to win now all stars yeah. to play against a uh, I seen something today though that kind of goes opposite of that I don't know if I can find it again it was on really? Facebook but it showed they only spent like 32 million dollars on 10 free agent pickups compared to like but draft picks 30 some free yeah. agent pickups for like 200 and some million dollars for the Bengals they don't have a first round pick till like 2025 yeah they don't need it you know, yeah, well, that's the thing, like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they don't need. So they're throwing a, they want to win now, and it's just awesome to see the Bengals like going to the University of Cincinnati or going to another college to to prep mm-hmm. for these games when they don't even. Did you guys see the, uh, um, like the interview? Like, what's it called? When you like the podium? Podium. Okay. So. They're at the podium, right? And for the Bengals, they have, they had like a, a wheelie cart, like where you like wheel, like old school, you put a TV on it and like, hey, it's, it's okay. going to be a movie day in yep. Miss, Miss Stork's class. Okay. So, uh, RIP if she's, I mean, I don't know. Sure. But, um, but yeah, they had like this little rolly thing for it. And that's what, that was the podium. They didn't have anything. So, I don't know. I I want Stafford to win. Yeah. He's he's a twin girl dad, so that's riding on that. So, okay. But if Joe Burrow wins, I mean that's so that's so cool. Yeah, I mean as they put it in the commercial, it's either the the start of something new for him or the perfect ending to yeah to Stafford. And they um and they did the comeback player of the year, and he won that. Joe Burrow yeah. won. And then he he didn't grab the trophy or anything. He's more he said he's more worried about uh, grabbing the trophy on Sunday, which I think that like he just didn't think that trophy was him his to grab. Maybe it was just like a well, centerpiece or something. I don't know. I don't know. You think maybe it's like he didn't think he deserved it? 
No, 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 no. I think he definitely deserved it. I'm, oh. I'm thinking that he just thought like maybe it was like a prop, like it oh. is for like you know, and you do commercials like, uh, like any event of like Coca-Cola or anything like they set like Mountain Dew or anything sets there's like people yeah. grab their stuff and like I'm not about to write you fucking like they yeah. set that stuff down. Yeah, maybe he thought it was his first time ever doing it. Maybe that's what he thought, but. <clears throat> Well, I have one more that's uh, kind of an out there bet, and I think this one's probably the most out there in Kevin's eyes. It's also a plus twenty five hundred bet. Okay. But uh, Joe Burrow and Matthew Stafford, three seventy five plus passing yards each. Actually, I got a lot. Just slingers out there. Going to be a real barn burner. They're just going to be chucking the ball to Cup, to Jamar Chase. They're just gonna be throwing it around. I just I don't, I don't know. know. Cincinnati's it's so gonna have to weird. Yeah, Cincinnati Cincinnati's just gonna have to show up. Like all four quarters. Yeah, but if they're down, they're gonna throw it a lot. Try to For come sure. back. So I think I think it's possible. That's why I made the bet. And, I thought it was possible. And that's, and that's the exact same thing. Like how how does the Bengals how do they win? How do how do they get up and they pass the ball? They they mm-hmm. have one in the backfield. They do shotgun. Joe Burrow does his thing. Mixing is good. Yeah. How, how does LA get back if they need to come back and get this close? They're going to throw the ball too. They have weapons too. So, yeah, I like that. So those are those are the bets. There's a few like kind of fun uh, prop bets going on. Um, will a player propose after the game? Yes or no? Uh, we'll go with a no. I'm gonna say no. That'd be a no. Yeah. Uh, what will be mentioned first during the Super Bowl MVP speech? Will it be a team? Will it be the city? Will it be family, God, coaches, or the owners? The Super Bowl MVP speech. Yep. First thing that he mentions. Right now, the the team is minus one twenty. Then the city or the fans at plus three twenty five, then God at three seventy, then family at plus uh, six ninety, then his coaches at plus twelve hundred, and the owners at plus twenty five hundred. Let's just say it's Stafford. I'd go with family. Okay. Then we say it's got to be right if if. Um- if one of the teams win, it's got to be Burrow or Stafford, right? Unless I think they're going to say if it's Burrow, they're going to say he's going to say something about the city. Yeah, because he's from there. Yeah, but like if, no, if I think Cooper if Cup uh, has a ton of yards and stuff and some touchdowns, they're going to credit that to Stafford throwing the ball, right? So they wouldn't give probably not Cup the MVP. Yeah, unless a running back comes there, out there with could there could be a thing where or something. Who was it? Um, when Ben Roethlisberger won one of his Super Bowls, he had a wide receiver in the Super Bowl throw a touchdown to an uh, I don't know, I'm botching this another wide receiver, which he ended up winning the MVP. Hmm. So it could be maybe um, Odell Beckham, maybe or some other person to like or yeah. like remember like they did like the Philly special or whatever. Yep, Odell can throw. So he someone else can throw it to him. To make him, yeah. So, remember when Edelman was Super Bowl MVP? 
the same year that he got a four game suspension for performance enhancing drugs. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's the NFL and people forget. All right. <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> <laughs> people don't forget. No, don't uh so you're gonna go with the city. You're gonna go with family. If it's Stafford. If it's Stafford, yeah. So I'm gonna say team. I don't care who it is. We're gonna go team, city, family. Yeah. Okay, we'll see who gets that right. I just feel like the first thing they're going to say is whatever. Whatever? Yeah, I've been no, pretty gonna, low odds say, on whatever. They're going to be like... <laughs> yeah, whatever. Saying, it's not Brooks shout. Kepka up there grabbing the fucking MVP <laughs> yeah, trophy. Yeah. Yeah, it's, whatever, like a, you know. it's like, yeah, I guess this is a sport. Well, this looks like a real sport. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess. Yeah. It sounds like 16 at, at Sawgrass. Or how 16 about, at TBC, Scottsdale. How about... Uh, Cryptocurrency commercials. Mm. Will it be? This isn't what they put in here, but I'm gonna. Will it be a cryptocurrency commercial or a sports betting commercial first? That sports, you see? Betting. sports betting. And then what one will it be? Which, Caesars. Which company? You think it's gonna be Caesars first? Um, yeah. I see that shit all the time. Yeah, they spend. Yeah. They're spending a lot of money on advertising. Jeff mm-hmm. Kings. I'm gonna go Fanduel. All right. Okay. Okay. We got ourselves. How about this? Bet. Five bucks. Yeah. We all got it. Five. I got five on Caesars. Whatever it comes around. Okay. Caesars Kevin. has got to spend a lot of fucking money, dude. They do though. They do. To get Pat and Oswald to do your commercials. God damn. <laughs> JB Smooth. Maybe the so. whole Manning the family. Manning family? <laughs> yeah. So Manning are, definitely has a pull in it. So. I love those commercials too. Cooper Manning. He's Cooper. my favorite. He's my favorite. He's like, Are these glasses made of solid gold? <laughs> Is there any other kind of gold? <laughs> They're good. That's true. It's good stuff. So I, I kind of like your odds here, Kyle, on it being Caesars, but I'm going to go with FanDuel. FanDuel. And who do you got? DraftKings. DraftKings. All right. Okay. The next one we had is the, uh, what's the color of the Gatorade? Wait, when does this start? When the game starts. Kickoff. The commercial after kickoff. Correct. Okay. And but wow, watch, watch, guys. It's all like uh, it's Bitcoin or something. And we all lose. <laughs> wow. Uh, either way, the first sports betting commercial. Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's what we got. Points bet. <laughs> probably going to be are GM they, or whatever. Are they the, with the with MGM? The, yeah. That's I don't know. What's gonna... the official whatever of NFL? We'll, we'll give that to Springer. It's Springer, if you win. I don't know. Anyways, uh, beer commercial. What beer commercial brand goes first? Don't say Anheuser-Busch. It's got to be specific beer. Uh, I'm going to say Corona. Corona? Okay, I'm going to go Budweiser. (laughs) Yeah, that's a a strong one. One thing I was thinking with that is Corona is because of Tony Romo. McUltra. See, they have a list here of the odds. Corona's not on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> so you're going to go with Corona. But right. Snoop Dogg does Corona commercials, and he's yeah, in the Yeah, and Super Tony Bowl. Romo. Yes, That would be a funny commercial. Put them together. Wow. Another joke for you here, Kevin. You bring up Snoop Dogg. <clears throat> what is brown and rhymes with Snoop? Poop. Mm, close. Dr. Dre. 
What? <laughs> I've got it. I don't get it. He's, he, raps, he rhymes he with Snoop. Oh. You know, he raps and songs and stuff when he rhymes okay. with him. Yep. I needed that explained to me. Yes, yeah. Sorry. Kyle got it. <laughs> but I figured you'd say poop. Poop. Dr. Dre, same thing. Yeah, someone told me that one. It, it was good when they told me. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, let's see. Is there any other weird ones in here? We I want to do the Gatorade one. Gatorade color. So the, the top, it goes orange, blue, yellow. Two plus two hundred, two fifty, five fifty. To be dumped on the coach. Yeah, and what? then there. Yep, and then there's a clear uh, for five fifty. There's none. Clear. There's clear Gatorade. Just white Gatorade. There's like mean? cloudy white. Yeah, like yeah, Arctic. Maybe storm. Whatever. whatever it's called. Yeah. There's none. Cherry. Just 550. Fantastic. They said red at seven hundred and purple at nine hundred. I would go with yellow. I wanted yellow, but I'll go red. And then I'll go, I'll go purple. I'll, I mean, plus 900, that sounds nice. Oh. Going against all the odds. <clears throat> okay. I think there's one more in here somewhere that I can I can pull up that would be good. Oh, I like the uh, a field goal. What's the shortest field goal going to be? Um, I think it was like... 27 and a half yards like yes or no like is, is a field goal going to be within is there going to be field goal kicked shorter than that yeah um uh, yes i think so too yes i'd say yes okay uh sticking with football here um alvin Kamara. you know Oof. played in the pro bowl and then it kind of came out the story of him not being such a nice dude yep. to some other dude. The only guy to get a hit during the Pro Bowl. That's right. <laughs> That's nice. right. Um, elevators are tough, it seems like, for NFL players. Yeah. <laughs> they just feel boxed. Is that what just... happened? I don't know anything it's, about this. It was right outside an elevator. Yeah, real tough situation. I mean, Ray Rice. Ray Rice was a good one. Knocked yeah. a woman out Drug in the her elevator. In by her hair. Yeah. Struck her out. This is the Ray Rice elevator. Yep. They should start naming them. Kareem Hunt. Right outside an elevator. Oh, yeah. Cream. Man. Elevator like situations him. are tough. And now, uh, Alvin Kamara. Maybe it's well, just running backs. They just could they be like boxed in. Maybe they're just like, I'm taller than this. I'm taller than this. Maybe well, they just feel like they're really small and they just. Here's what I got on the situation. According to video surveillance, a man was speaking to a woman before the events occurred, as he described. Kamara pushed the man. Uh, one of Kamara's associates, or the guys with him, punched the man in the face. Kamara then lunged toward the man and punched him approximately eight times, including three times while he was already on the ground. Uh, oops, logged out. Here we go. Three others of Kamara's group then began to stomp on the man's face, chest, and legs. Mm-hmm. One of Kamara's uh, associates stomped on him 16 times, according to police reports. It was then broken up by the security guards, and they were taken off the property, which then Kamara was identified in the video. So it's like Kamara came out and said, well, he was running away, and I like stopped him because I thought he had an, like, an altercation with my buddy, so I like stopped him from running. 
But like the video shows, he definitely was not running away. He got his face pounded in by one of his buddies, and then Kamara jumped on and punched him eight times. And then they all and then his buddies just kick him, gang beat him, basically. Yep. So the he's body, uh, probably done, I would think. Dang. No, done with the no? Saints. No, done with the, the Saints. Browns yes. will pick him up or done something. With the Saints. Yes. I don't think the Saints. I don't Maybe think Detroit? Saints are in position. They just lost. They just lost Breeze. They don't. They're just like. There's so many months until the first. They just lost week. Sean Payton. They, yeah. yeah, they're just gonna. They're just gonna like. It's so long ago. They're not even gonna remember it. Yeah. I mean, like, the body body create. I mean, it craves contact. So maybe he just didn't get enough hits and body craves he just, contact. <laughs> That's 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 the uh, the defense he has. It's like nobody oh, tackled me in the Pro Bowl, God. so I just thought, sorry, Judge. You know the body craves contact. Like, I do this as I'm a professional. So, so uh, yeah, I I think he's done with the Saints. But then, as you say, like maybe the Saints are like, yeah, we're we're gonna need him. They are pretty, we're them. pretty bad. We're, we have Jameis Winston now. They're gonna no. They're gonna lose Jameis. So Jameis is Jameis is gonna go back to the Bucks. You think so? You really think so? I hope so. Oh God, that'd be terrible. It would be terrible. I heard Kyler Murray, and if he does, watch the fuck out. Kyler Murray to the Bucks. Kyler Murray's too short. Kyler Murray to the Saints. Fast as fuck, boy. <laughs> To the if Bucks. A, to ooh, the if, Bucks. If he was, I think he'd be. I think he'd look way cooler if he was Saint. The Saint with Camara, but now Camara mm-hmm. did this shit, and you're like, oh, maybe he's gone. They, they both wear visors. They both are like the same height, like five eight, and they just mm. like why is there two running backs? And then he just torches you and throws one like a seventy yard bomb. Mm. Where's that running? Where's the uh, wide receiver? Did he play at all? Thomas? Is it Thomas? Yeah. He had a hurt ankle or something, and then he's like, "Screw this! I'm not." I don't know what's going on with him now. Hmm. I don't know. It's very crazy how like one year this person can be in the top five, best in the position, and just like, "Oh yeah, he was good once." It happens like, to a lot of people all the time. Every it's year. crazy. Yeah, I like I. You draft someone, you're like this. If this, if he has his potential, like he had. You have a Julio Jones, or you have someone like this team two years ago, you would kill for. Now mm-hmm. you're just like, I really hope I'm in the top five or in the top four to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But um, brought it up earlier, Aaron Rodgers MVP. Um, how did oh. how how did that happen? I put all my money on Tom Brady months ago. Well, if you look at stats, and, and I'm a guy that looks at stats, <laughs> it should have kind of been at least Tom Brady, if well, not like four other people other than Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah, and then he retired, and I thought, that's it. That sending him out, it. sending him yep. out as an MVP. Yep. Now yep. fucked me. No, instead they went with Aaron Rodgers, who was like the 10th most passing yards out of all quarterbacks. The This year? Yep. Oh. The 11th most completions of any quarterback and like fourth most in touchdowns. Yep. MVP. (laughs) He also, you know, Uh, got in trouble for faking that he had, you know, his vaccination. Like, that's our MVP, huh? 
Yeah, you would yeah. think that's. <clears throat> he also didn't show up to his own team till like right the week of. And I'm not so saying shows. I'm not saying Stafford should be the MVP, but I say he's a better candidate. He had you know more yards, he had more completions. I mean, I he, he was only just a better there better quarterback is that this year. I believe we go back to Stafford's playing with a stacked team. The Green Bay Packers currently without Aaron Rodgers is a like yeah five and twelve team. Dude, that's that's what we. Devonte Adams is one of the best wide receivers in the league, and he'll be yeah. gone this year too. But I'm just saying, like he was on that team to with Aaron Rodgers. Their their running back duos that worked very well with the tree trunk legs, and then <laughs> Jones put Jordan Love in the game. It's a turnover every well, fucking third. Just play. don't make him pass. <laughs> then he'll run scared you got, and you fumble the ball. You gotta treat Jordan Love like you treated uh, Alex Smith. Make him a game manager. I just, I'm just saying, the Packers suck without Aaron Rodgers. At, yeah, Devontae Adams is great. Aaron Rodgers is good. All right, I'm saying he's good, but I don't mm-hmm. think he was MVP this year. He's right. not MVP good this year. No. But the thing is, like oh, the Tom Brady was stuff, the clear choice. Yeah, I think he should have won it. If and stats aren't all there for Aaron Rodgers because I don't know how many games did he miss? Three games, two games? I think because he missed one the, game. I think. And then he played half a game against Detroit. He missed the one. He missed the one versus the Chiefs. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one game he missed. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe it's because the Chiefs. They, I mean, the Chiefs didn't blow him out. The Chiefs only like beat him by maybe a field goal or six points or something. So I was thinking maybe if it was a couple games, maybe the defense that, was solid then. Right. If it maybe if it's where. What's you, up? They maybe if they they showed Green Bay showed that they're like weak without him, maybe like oh wow, the, he is really the glue. But if Tom Brady went out for a game or two, he would have seen the exact same thing. I think like right, yeah. I think I don't know who the Rams backup is, but put put whoever but, the Rams backup <clears throat> in is is probably not. I know we don't want we don't want to get in basketball and anything, but maybe it's. I mean. There's a lot of times where we think of LeBron James not being the MVP, but he leads stats in all these different categories where someone who does win the MVP isn't him. Maybe they're trying to do something different. Um, maybe he got yeah. criticized a little bit harder. Maybe that's why Tom Brady got criticized a little bit harder. Well, you don't play any defense in basketball anymore. So right, but if he still like leads LeBron, all those things. A big guy like LeBron will because nobody yeah. plays any defense. Yeah. So he will think, score like, a lot of points. He'll get a lot of rebounds. And he's in rebounds and he's in assists and he's in steals and he's if he's not playing, you see that he's like the glue of the team. Um but either way I I, I feel like him getting like LeBron getting passed on a few MVPs is the same thing as Tom Brady because maybe because he's held to a higher standard. But I mean I don't still understand yeah. how much higher he can be how much more well-rounded Tom Brady could have been than this year. He played yeah. absolutely great. I mean, the only stat that Aaron Rodgers like really stood out on is he only had four interceptions. But everything else was like you weren't top level at yeah. anything else other than low interceptions. And let's be honest. Let's look at this conference he plays in. I mean, Exactly. He played against 
there was only five games where he played against a team that made the playoffs this year. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's pretty shit conference. You're playing against the Lions, the Bears, the yeah. Vikings. Right. Twice for each of them. You're guaranteed six wins for the most part. Unless say that crazy stat with Matthew Stafford. the Lions step up and win, you know, like they did. Right. Like his winning record, like against the winning team, Stafford just like really, really bad. But I think he kind of silenced everyone, obviously, with how he's playing this year, but Mm-hmm. I could just relive week one over and over again when the Packers lost by like 30 to the Saints. That was fantastic. That was good. Or the last week when they lost to the Lions. And I was there. So yeah, was but cool. the first week I had that feeling like, man, the Packers <laughs> suck. This is it. This is They're be done. Good. And then yeah. Rodgers just fucks everybody and becomes MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> it's stupid. Uh, I don't have anything more on, on football. Um, Super Bowl coming up, so hopefully it'll be good. Rams win. Go Rams. Wear my Lions gear for the Rams. Go Rams. Detroit Rams. Detroit Rams, you know. I know. I think I'm, I flipped again. I kind of want Joe Burrow. <laughs> no, I want Joe, I want Stafford. Okay. See, that's what sucks. Good. There's no good. There's not one team that you're like. So you're, a, I'm like you're a winner either way. True. That's kind of Appreciate how he normally that. does. You know, a good team, yeah. let's jump on that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Right, let's talk about this real quick. That's um, let's talk about this real quick. Uh, I'm watching the, the Phoenix Open and um, Booker. What's his first name? Last Say it name. again. Booker, the basketball player. Devin? Devin Booker. Why, how is it De- I know the name more than you? Because I know the name Devin. So no. Devin Booker is at is at the 16th hole and he's wearing a Matthew Stafford jersey, but it's for the Lions. That's okay. It's beautiful. All right. This <laughs> is what go. I saw. I'm like, why? Like, why isn't he wearing? I mean, because he's going vintage. He's going vintage. You know, going with that yeah, old maybe. school, old school Stafford jersey. There'll probably be a lot of Honolulu blue in LA this weekend. Probably will. Tickets were outrageous. Um, oh, that's prices, one thing I talk but, about. Yeah. So <laughs> my maintenance guy, he's okay. going to the game. He went. He's been to every Saints game or every Saints game, every uh, Bengals game so far in the playoffs. Hmm. Him and his wife. Uh, his wife is a super super. Um, so, wait, wait, wait. Maintenance guy at your work. Mm-hmm. What do you guys pay your maintenance guys? Wait. What does his like, wife do? I don't know what his wife does, but he makes six figures. Jesus. Maintenance guys? At a car wash? Yeah. All right. Like he's a ex, like, where they would like, uh, what's it like, diesel engineer or whatever. Like he is, yeah, he's at the top. So, uh, yeah, he, him and his wife, they paid, I think it was uh, 9500 a ticket. That's what they got theirs for. Yeah. So they went to, they went to obviously the home game against the Raiders. Then whatever points that they had, they stayed at a hotel in Kansas City, which wasn't that much. And then she was like her Sky Miles for something else. So the only thing that they had to pay for was actual tickets themselves. So 
So your maintenance guy's racking up some holidays or vacation days, huh? They make a lot, yeah. They get they get a lot of days, and I mean, he works nights, so he his night doesn't start. I mean, his day doesn't start till later. So hmm. he's okay. He's living it. Well, I was looking up tickets just to see pricing, and there was like just over five grand was the cheapest ticket you could buy. Yeah, but there been... was a ticket for sixty thousand dollars. Front row behind the Bengals, the Bengals sideline. Front row. $60,000 had four available. So if you wanted four tickets, you're paying almost a quarter million dollars to go to a football game. I heard. No, thanks. I heard Matthew Safford's wife say that she has to pay for all her tickets for all her kids. Okay. Isn't that crazy to think? Rich people having to pay money? Sure. Also, Matthew Stafford's wife bitches about everything. She does. That's true. No, but like, can't stand. I, I, I would imagine if I was to sign a contract and you're the number one overall pick, and you get traded, and like you have stipulations to your contract, you'd be like, all right, instead of making this much money, I'll make a little less, but I want to make sure my family has a box every time there's a game at home. Like that seems like it'd be like okay, sure. Well, there's probably we uh, there's probably a little asterisk next to that that says like Super Bowl not included or something <laughs> in that. Hmm. I would think. I mean, they're they're about making some money, right? Right now, when like the cheapest tickets five grand. Yeah, they gonna, show her getting money a lot every time I see her. She's up in a box, so yeah, and she has to pay for all of her kids. So maybe Stafford does need to win this. <clears throat> because he has four girls and four weddings and all right, yeah, I'm on a Stafford train. There you go. I'm back on it. <laughs> that yourself that just swayed him to go to Stafford. Uh, right there. <clears throat> Perfect. Get on the chat. Let McCreevy know. No. You're on the Stafford oh. wagon. There we go. I, I, I just say Joe Burrow. I just, just like, I just sent him a, like, a gift like he showed me last week. A Burrow. <laughs> okay. I don't have anything left other than what we learned. You guys, anything left? No, not no, for that. No. no, okay. Something we learned this week, and we can wrap it up. Now, I have a few of them, so I can start it off, and then we'll go around, around. the room here. Um, Masters is coming up. It's not real close, but it's coming up. You're seeing the Masters commercials. Commercial. Yep, I just you're, saw you're a music. It's it's getting there. It's starting to get the feelings of all right. Golf is coming back. Well, did you know that between the years of 1934 to 1982, if you played the Masters, you had to use an Augusta National caddy. You didn't get to bring in your own caddy. Hmm. Did you know that? Didn't know that. I didn't. I'm Fuzzy Zeller. Up. Fuzzy Zeller. Relied on his caddy so much that they kind of like referred to him as like a a, a blind man with a seeing eye dog. <laughs> the caddy pulled every club for him, read every putt for him, and he did I well. Mean, he did well. Wow, that's sweet. So I mean, he was just a master's caddy, and he said, "You know, I I learned to read the greens out there by when it rains." I watched the greens and I watched where the water goes and the low points. And I just watched the water on the green. And that's how I learned to read the greens. And he obviously did very well. I mean, that's cool. I and mean, it gives a, an incentive for caddies at Augusta to, yeah. 
to be there. And I think, um, I think that's why the caddies always got hyped. You see the videos of, um, was it Greg Norman? Maybe Greg Norman. He didn't obviously win the Masters, and it might have been he had a, a caddy from Augusta, and he would just bounce up and down every time Greg Norman would make a putt because obviously the more putts he makes, the more money he makes. So yeah, and uh, and it, some guys got familiar with the caddies that they had when they went to Augusta to play, mm-hmm. and they'd have those same guys every time. And uh, before Jack Nicholas, uh, Jack Nicholson won. Nobody wanted to be his caddy. The caddies were like, no, I don't want a caddy for that guy. You know why? I do not. Is it a fade? No, it was because he practiced way too long, and no caddy wanted to be at the course for 12 hours a day. Uh, he said, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not being that guy's uh, caddy. He's here way too long. I don't want to be here that long. Well, then he won, and everyone's like, well, shit, maybe I should have been that guy's caddy. And then he won <laughs> like six times. So right. it worked okay. out well for him. But yeah, uh, a lot of the caddies that were there, unfortunately, I've seen the story, uh, are unfortunately uh, not recognized for what they did there. And some of them are even buried in unmarked graves just down the road from Augusta National. Really? Whoa. And when Jack Nicholson heard that the caddy he won with... Nicholas. Was Jack Nicholas, yeah. <laughs> not Jack Nicholson. Not that guy. When Jack Nicholas... <laughs> Uh, heard that the caddy he won with was one of these unmarked graves. He contacted the family and paid to have a nice headstone on there and something uh, remembering him and all that mm. stuff. So, wow. Yeah. Good That's dude. That's crazy. Jack Nicholson, you know, that guy <laughs> wasn't him. I mean, Jack he's Nicholson. all right. He's probably the best Ohio State alum, I guess we know. So, yeah. There is one. So that's that's my one thing I learned. <clears throat> I have more, but we'll we'll go around yeah, the room. Endeavor, I'll go whatever you want to do. <sighs> All right. Uh did you know that in nineteen forty three there was an NFL team named the Steagles? No Steagles. <laughs> but I'm sure it's Steelers and Eagles. Yes. Okay. So in nineteen forty three the Is the war? Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Pittsburgh Steelers were forced to combine because they lost so many players to military service. Mm. And they went 5-4-1. and one. It would have been sweet if they would have won the championship. The yeah. one year that they were, the Steagles, they won. And then, like, I'm so stoked they would have been split the next year. It would have been like, oh, yeah, this team was around for one year and they won, and then they split. Yeah. I'm so happy uh, I know awesome. the reason. That'd have been cool, huh? I felt really smart. You know what else you learned? <laughs> that other people probably knew. That everybody uh, in Pittsburgh, the sports teams yeah. are all black and yellow. Yeah, just put that together. What? <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He didn't put it together that all Pittsburgh teams are black and yellow, and like no. not not other cities do that. But black and yellow, black and but, yellow. I mean, yeah, Steelers. The penguins. Pirates, the Penguins, they're all black now. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> <laughs> so what I learned this week, it was during the uh, the murder of the, the Sweden team, the women's team. <laughs> yeah. Um, not a real murder, by the way. Not a real murder. Just, <gasps> just 11 nothing. Yeah. Murder. 
I learned they, they have a crazy stat that three on the Time Canadian out. team. Timeout. Obviously, except the goalie. Timeout. You were breaking up right there. Back to the beginning. Okay. All right. Back to the beginning. We had it where I learned the uh, Canada hockey team, the ladies, they're in the quarterfinals and they're blowing out teams 8 nothing. They beat the Swedes 11 nothing. And every person on that team, except the goalie, has scored a goal. Mm, wow. Every every person on that bench, every, everyone has scored, obviously, except the goalie. That's interesting. Um, that everyone has, has contributed as the goal. Like, first, I, I listened to it. I'm like, oh, like they scored a point. Like it was an assist. Mm-hmm. But no, everyone scored. Mm. Or they've got to be like the favorite. Yeah. Not U.S. They, they, US maybe second. It. I don't know if it's the men's or the women's, but I think it's the men's. Yeah, maybe the women's. But it was twenty-four. The last twenty-six have been um, finals have been U.S. versus Canada. Mm. And I think Canada is up. I think a few more has a few more golds or something than the another oh. so and the time that they've only like switched is i think a, a sweden team overtook the u.s and something it was like sweden was canada or something so yeah. that's one of the things i learned okay um girl scout cookies you guys both know about girl scout cookies well apparently, I'm a fan. apparently if you need girl scout cookies this year and you don't have a local troop that you can support there is a troop called Troop 6000, and they are entirely made up of girls that live in a New York City homeless shelter. So they're saying if you need Girl Scout cookies, order from them. I feel, have you guys ever seen Despicable Me? Yes. <laughs> and the three girls trying to sell Girl Scout cookies in an in a adoption I, agency. I feel like that's what it is. <laughs> okay. That's just what I just saw it the other day. Okay. Well, this is a way to try to help <laughs> really these, these yeah. homeless girls in a shelter. Uh, you can go to, uh, I think they have it here, girlscoutsnyc.org, and it's Troop 6000. At the, uh, here's a little plug, at the end of our car wash, we're right next to a uh, middle school, and we had like six, in, six to eight inches of snow the last few days here and uh all the snow got pushed off between the middle school and us and there was a girl scout with like a poster and stuff like on top of our like hill and they were getting mad people coming from the accident and then just kind of like pulling into the it was such a great idea the uh obviously our gm had to like tell her to get down um but we'd let her like be in our property and just hey like we just didn't want her on our Obviously, that big ass snow hill because she mm-hmm. could have fell, but she made a lot of money. Good for her. <clears throat> well, I have I have more things that I learned here. Um, I think it was last episode or the episode before that we learned that Mac Jones's you know real name is not Mac; it's Michael McCorkle. McCorkle Jones. So there's other people that that we know that don't go by their real name, also. Scott Wilsey. Well, not like 
directly <laughs> close to us people we know. Uh, John Denver. John Denver is not his real name. Did you know that? Do you know what his real name is? No. I can see why he went with John Denver. <clears throat> Colorado. No, his real name is Henry John Duschendorf Jr. Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> it's Henry John Duschendorf Jr. Oh, Kyle went off the screen. Something happened. I'll fix it in just a second. Duschendorf. I feel like that person's like a... <clears throat> uh, what's it called? The Hobbit character. All right, we are back. Anyway, yes, John Denver, Henry John Duschendorf Jr. Du, du, John Denver du, was, a, was a good move. Yeah, good move switching that one. Uh, but I have more. So, Carmen Electra, not her real name. Imagine. Go figure, right? Real name is Tara Lee Patrick. Goes by mm. Carmen Electra. Mm. How about it? Why? Because she can. Yeah, that's why it says. Absolutely. Is that is that the girl that was in uh, Good Burger, the hot the model? I'm trying to get Ed's uh, secret recipe. Could I have been. Don't remember if she was in Good Burger, but the hot. Come on. I know what I know what you're talking about. I don't know if it's her or not. Yeah, I, I don't gotta, know. It's, it's gotta be. All right. I don't know. But Keep going. Yeah, if you want to look her up, I guess. <laughs> Go ahead. Probably the last thing you'll see is a picture of Good Burger. <laughs> but you can look her up. Yeah, give me an excuse. Uh, Charlie Sheen. Not his real name. No. Did you know that? You know what He's his real name is? An Estevez, right? Yes, he is. Carlos Erwin Estevez. He is the brother of Emilio Estevez. I knew that. Yeah. Another one. Jennifer Aniston. Oh, not her real name. You know what her real name is? No. Jennifer Anastasikis. It's Greek. It's a good move. It's Greek. Yeah. Goes with, uh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right or not. A-N-A-S-T-A-S-S-A-K-I-S. Anastasikis. Anastasikis. It's good enough. Something like that. Good enough for me. Yeah. Switched it. Aniston. Good move. So is it her from the movie? Definitely her. Okay. Uh, do you guys know who Olivia Wilde is? Yes, I do. No. Not, nor, not nor, her real name. Nor very well. Can you, you probably would never guess it, so I won't even say, can you guess her real name? Real name? <laughs> Olivia Jack Cockburn. Olivia Jack Cockburn. Probably a good move going with Wilde. I would change my name even if I wasn't famous. Yeah. Olivia Jack Cockburn. Switches to fuck Olivia Wilde, and my last one for you is Jamie Fox, which you probably guessed. Real name wouldn't be Fox, but his his real name is not even Jamie. Yeah, I heard no. that. His name is Eric Bishop. Hmm. Yeah, Oscar-winning uh, actor changed his name from so. Eric Bishop to Jamie Fox to put him ahead in line in stand-up comedy. Where women are usually yeah. called on before men. So Eric thought if he chose a gender neutral name like Jamie, that he would move up a few spots for stand up comedy. Well, he sure did. 
He chose Fox as an ode to one of his favorite performers in Sanford and Son, Red Fox. Nice. Good one for you. John Wayne. His real name is Marion Morrison. (laughs) John Wayne, better move. Yeah. Even though Marion Morrison kind of goes good. It sounds like a female country singer. Yeah, it's a woman. (laughs) It's not the hard, you know, grit. Right. That you get with John Wayne. Not the Wayne. true grit. Not the true grit kind of name that you get with John Wayne. You exactly. Know? Way to make the connection on true grit. Yeah. Anytime. Well, that's uh that's all I have. That's our, our episode this week. That's episode sixty seven. Yep. Uh only thing I have left. Oh, there's uh, more. Ooh, here we go. February twentieth. Put it. In your calendars prior. Oh, I know what you're doing. Kentucky meeting. Yeah, Kentucky meeting. (laughs) At one this time. It's at one, not noon. Be there by noon. Well, we'll see. (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, we're, um, it's called Salt Creek Resort I'm looking into. Okay. It's about an hour, hour and a half, two hours south of, or in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like a stay and play package deal. Um, Stuff to call and figure out everything because it's only one course, so we kind of got to figure out. Ooh. Maybe we'll maybe we'll play there one day one, and then like the last day, we gotta try to find accommodation, play somewhere else. And then I don't think many bars are like walking distance. We'll have to get cabs or something. It's in Nashville, Indiana, which is kind of confusing when I first looked. I'm like, what? Nash- but yeah, okay. so that's kind of what we're looking now. We want to do something different, but that's kind of what we're okay. moving towards. Okay. And for me to go on this trip, I need to have it where it can be a three-day leave instead of being you know, a drive day Wednesday and a drive day Sunday. I can be yeah. home yeah. early on Sunday and leave late on Wednesday or midday Wednesday. So yeah. All right. Kind of where we're at. Okay. Sounds good. Calendars. Put it on it. 67 days away from the trip. Whoa, episode 67? And we're 67 days out. Beautiful. Wow. How about the connection there? It's Kevin's favorite number, too, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something just fall from the ceiling? Let's end this. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, thanks, Kyle, for yeah. you know, taking time out of your busy day of being at the hospital and everything. Yeah. Detroit Rams, let's go. Let's go. Rams. Go Rams. Here we go. Send us out, Kevin. Bye.